This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford. I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. He's the CEO of SOM International. Hey, David, we have a, well, we have a lot of things that our contacts need around the world, and they take these items and they use them in order to multiply ministry. It's amazing how something like seeds or a goat or a water filtration plant or a radio station, I mean, on all different levels, can and impact people for the gospel. So I want to take a little bit of time today and just talk about some of the practical needs that our church planters and our extended mm. global family have and how those things relate to the gospel being shared uh, around the world. So David, I'll mm. let you just kind of take it from here. All right. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Good morning to you. And uh, Mark, it's always good to come together and talk about what God's doing around the world. And this month in November here, we focused on Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving of what the tools that we're sharing around the world are doing in multiplication. As you and yeah, I have yeah. talked a lot about on the radio for how God values multiplication and reproduction and that God wants us to be that truly that fruitful vine abiding in him. And and so the scripture that really was on our heart as we put this month together was out of Romans 15 there. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. And we, we just feel like that, you know, encompasses much of our heart. And what I've seen from our global leadership and workers, they have at tears at times, Mark, show, or shared with me the thanksgiving they have for the tools we we give and we assist in and so we support. Yeah. And, and as we come into Thanksgiving, that is a time that we think about all that God has given us. And, you know, Scripture talks about in all things give thanks. And you, you think about the original Thanksgiving, Mark, was after the Mayflower, and only half of the those who came over, you know, persecuted believers, as we t- even have talked about in the past, too, mm-hmm. had survived that winter. I believe, if I remember right, it's 55 died uh, that winter, mm-hmm. and, and only half remained. And then there was that divine appointment of meeting the an Indian, uh, you know, Native American who who taught them how to plant, you know, crops in the new America. And harvest came and they invited the Native Americans for that first Thanksgiving feast. That's what we look back upon. And I think that's profound. The first Thanksgiving rejoiced to God's provision, even through losing half of their people, you know, their family members and people they knew. That is faith. They applied faith to that's God's provision and even his sovereignty of taking the others home to heaven. And, mm. you know, when we think about the persecuted church, the suffering they go through, the difficulties, it's easy to go, you know, where is God? Or ask some of those tough questions that we're never going to get total answers on. Or we, by faith, realizing that God is using the suffering, the difficulty, the challenges to multiply his image come beside our persecuted brothers and sisters in there and and stand with them in solidarity. And that's really what Thanksgiving Christmas is all about for us in our heart. And, you know, I saw that uh, Cindy and I, you know, my wife, Cindy, uh, and I, we knew the Wormbrands. And Sabina Mm -hmm. Wormbrand signed her book, Pastor's Wife, many years ago to us. And she, she signed a couple of my books this way. And it was it was profound when I read it. She said, may, may you give Jesus all glory that he may give you all joy. <laughs> Isn't mm. that beautiful, yeah, Mark? Yeah, yeah. And you think about it, that when we give Jesus glory, even through difficulty, even through persecution, that we end up with the joy. 
and mm-hmm. and he shares that. And and so we we just invite our listening audience really to and our partners to enter in with joy this year of what God's yeah. doing around the world, and then think about how we could share with our family around the world. We're just we're just sharing the practical tools that people might pray about it in giving, uh, and that's what we've yeah. laid out in in this year's um, you know catalog here. Well, you know, one thing that not a lot of people realize is how large of a church planning organization SOM is in our extended networks. And with this huge crowd of church planners that we're putting out every month, they just have, they have some needs. Uh, you know, they, they need, they need Bibles, they need some resources, they need training. And uh, so just t- tell us a little bit of, about our church planting arm here at at SOM, yeah. what what does that what does that look like? It almost the numbers almost seem mind boggling to tell you the truth, David. Well, and they are mind boggling because it's association of network of kindred heart of people. It's yeah. not like we're we're decentralized. Every director has ultimately autonomy has freedom. We don't have contracts. We're not telling them what to do. They're not telling us what to do. We simply come together out of mutual. Uh, support and unity and love and mm-hmm. and so and so we found these tools that together that we we want to assist on and we are so for the yeah you're bringing up the equipping leaders which is our church planning uh, schools and so one of the most effective tools we've seen is the incarnational word and mm-hmm. um, basically for forty dollars a month per leader for it's a six month schools people could support you know the, the church planning schools and if they're 30 people each and for six months that's eighty four hundred dollars if you want to support the whole school mm-hmm. and then we and then also every graduation we bring their top leaders together and that's forty dollars each and for two days we just encourage and talk about what God's doing and strengthen it's just a powerful time of of encouragement and in many different languages being spoken there and and then one of the to- great tools we found for church planters is bicycles and yeah a hundred dollar bicycle is hit uh, over in india pastor singh likes to joke that that's like a, a mercedes benz because they, <laughs> they can't they can't even afford a hundred dollar bicycle right, and and right. so it just helps them get a lot further faster we found that the average church planner will increase within 12 months, three more church fellowships uh, by the end of the year, which is getting them a bicycle, $100. So it's a huge investment for the increase of souls. And then last of all, just the leaders is, is equipping and empowering uh, women in leadership of lighthouse sewing machines. They're micro businesses. They're, we consider and really encourage them that their house, their home, their business becomes a lighthouse. And they're, they're six-month training there that they learn discipleship and sewing skills and then graduate with the uh, church planners. And then the sewing machines are $100 each. And by God's grace, we've been able to equip three thousand over 3,000 lighthouse ladies with sewing machines, but we wow. never promise it. And, and it's all based by faith. Right now, we need 180 more sewing machines about, you know, so about $18,000. So we're just trusting the Lord for that. And But God's always been faithful in it. Yeah. And I think that if I remember some of these stories, David, you know, we talk about these things a lot, but also we've been talking about a lot of other things on At Risk Radio lately. Uh, if I remember some of these stories, there are women who they come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. They end up following Christ and they find themselves kicked out of their families. Um, and and the way that they can support themselves is through these sewing machines and these micro businesses. So like on one hand, anytime you have a chance to help help a woman start a, a micro business for just $100, I mean, that's just such a small investment. And then on the other hand, 
when we're thinking about you know what this means for somebody who has lost everything because of the gospel. Now we can help them sustain themselves. Well, when we get back, we're going to talk about some more church leaders, more of the needs that they have, and how these things are helping the gospel to spread all over the world. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Lost Story Cinema presents a new feature film, the story of Frank Higgins, the lumberjack sky pilot. More than any class that's lived in our land, these lumberjacks can truthfully say, no man cared for my soul. The church has forgotten the prodigal while caring for the souls of the saved. 30,000 men? Men to whom God is dead. And Sunday is the harvest day of iniquity at the saloons and brothels. But you were there, willing. Willing, yes, but but not ordained, you see. The Duluth Presbytery is not going to ordain an uncouth lad who hasn't even finished the sixth grade. Ever since I was a young lad in Canada, I've wanted to pilot men to the skies. Aren't you the lumberjack sky pilot? I am. My brother heard you preaching. He said you're a fellow who never leave a lumberjack down. I'm too low and vile for even God to do anything with me. But God brought me all this way to find you. Based on the true story of an ordinary man who would become a giant. The Parish of the Pines, coming soon. For more information about this film and to learn about a movie premiere near you, go to theparishofthepinesmovie.com. Theparishofthepinesmovie.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. He is the CEO of SOM International, and we're talking about our international family, our leaders all over the world, and some of the tools that they well, that they really desire, that they covet, and how they use them to spread the gospel and and to get the gospel into places they wouldn't normally go. Now, one thing we've talked a lot about, David, over the last year or so is this revival that's happening in Venezuela. There are churches springing up all over the place. There's some unrest in the country, and it's created this avenue for the gospel just to march in, almost unrestricted. But what we hear from people over and over again is that they just don't have a Bible and they want to know Jesus. They want to get discipled, but they don't have a Bible of their own. So we've been stepping up and trying to meet that need, not just with those like paperback Bibles that fall apart right away, but with a halfway decent Bible with a nice cover on it with nice paper, because Mm -hmm. um, what we find is that these Bibles get passed from person to person to person to person. They get read and reread and reread and reread. And if we give them a cheap Bible, it just falls apart. And it takes a lot to get a Bible into the hands of people. Sometimes it's going by, you know, land cruiser. It's going by canoe. It's going on the back mm-hmm. of a motorcycle. It's on the back of a mule somewhere. Unbelievable how difficult it is to get these Bibles to these places. So we want to get them good ones. So it's mm-hmm. worth the trip getting them there. But, you know, we're only about a fifth of the way through our goal right now. So tell us a little bit about Bibles for Venezuela and about what's going on there and where we're at and what we need. Yeah, Mark, well, those Bibles, as you and I know, are really high quality with the binding there. So the best paper you could get out there for Bibles. And they have a synthetic leather cover, uh, some tools in there. It's a bigger um, font, too, so people without glasses can see it because we've ran into that before. Just even, you know, so the, the, we're, we're distributing the Bible in difficult areas, in developing areas where they don't have 
you know, reading glasses at times. So yeah. all that to say we wanted to get a Bible that will last for years because we don't know when that window is going to be opened again in our Bibles for Venezuela. But you project, we're near half a million. Our goal is three million Bibles. Uh, and we're just asking people to pray for that. Now, this also comes in the big picture of that everything we do is is around the Word of God. We've talked about that before, and we yeah. just want to get those tools. And, of course, we just talked about the incarnational Bible, which is people. It's the workers, which I think is the number one way that in Romans, of course, uh, Paul talked about leadership that we have. How can they uh, hear unless someone preaches? How can someone preach unless they're sent? Mm-hmm. And that's why that we're, we're getting the tools of, of empowering the workers in these mm-hmm. developing countries and persecuted countries to be equipped with the Word of God. And then so we want to get the printed Bibles, which we're, we're, you know, we're sharing that around the world. Our, our biggest push is Venezuela, but that's in all our countries too. And then we are sharing in many countries children's backpacks and school supplies. Mm-hmm. We put the Word of God in those. Those are $35 each. Well, by the way, our Bibles, we ask for $10 each. That helps with distribution, but also we hopefully can print and help distribute a couple Christian uh, books with that too. So the $10 mm-hmm. there. And then Christian literature um, for children. Our hope is uh, 10000 print this year, $4 each. Again, that helps with the uh, printing. Sometimes we get two or three prints out of that and then some distribution funds. Radio broadcasting. So again, the Word of God printed form, incarnation form, and then audio form. And radio broadcasting through the year would be 2,240 hours. That would be about $95 an hour. And we have a lot of radio stations out there. We want to continue to support get the word out. So that's another place yeah. that people can assist and say, hey, that's where I want to put my money in. And at this point, too, I want to remind everybody out there that our policy from day one of our board is we want to honor people's uh, passion. We want to honor the Holy Spirit working. So when our partners designate to a specific project, a specific tool, we want 100% of that will go there. Um, if it goes to where most needed, which to be frank is some of the best money, because then we can immediately make that, you know, we don't have to wait up on that at times where right. we're most needed. We can keep all these tools going. So they're both super important. So, but we just want people to know they have freedom. Audio Bibles are $35 each. Uh, we have uh, a need of 1233 this year we're looking at. And then the Bible tracks for distribution, at least 5000 Those are $3 each, which would be a pack usually lots of times of even uh, even uh, sometimes uh, 25 to 50 depending on which ones they are. So again, these are just great tools of the Word of God. And then last of all, Mark, you know that we do practical support. Right, right, right. So, so some of the practical support, and again, people, let people know the practical support isn't just humanitarian of me feel good that we helped them. I mean, we are to love people where they are, and practical, but it always connects to the Word of God. Jesus said, right. go and pray for the sick and preach uh, preach the kingdom of God. Right. Um, so this is building relationships. So we're doing seeds and fertilizers for families in North Africa, in Latin America. We, we hope for 1,500 families. And it's $100 each for the family. So... It's amazing in some ways how inexpensive that is. And that's literally helping fans for sometimes some of those fans for the first time having consistent food for the whole year. We have some amazing stories there. Okay, so I've heard from Malik when he's been on the show before that when when we get seeds to his people, we get seeds there to North Africa, he's able to share those with some of the Islamic leaders in the area as well. Mm-hmm. It's a huge yeah. testimony for Christ. There are people coming to know Jesus because we're giving them seeds, and those seeds yeah. are huge. Huge, and they're able to feed an entire village because we just get them the resources they need. And how much is that? I mean, hundred bucks, so we can help mm-hmm. not only feed people but to save their souls. 
Yeah, it's 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 lifted the believers, the Muslim background believers there in North Africa, up to the the table of respect and of of spiritual conversations, and that's been just an amazing door in North Africa. And I'll just mention a couple last ones here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of our favorites with families right now is goat on a rope. Goat We're on giving a rope. our leaders a goat, and then we get goats a hundred dollars each. A goat and then a cow for three hundred dollars each, and that and that, that we're giving that to our leaders, and that's helping them, you know, take care of their family and, and really tin making. Just have a even some of them are doing agriculture ministry where they're raising the you know the animals and then they sell them or trade or whatever. So these are just tools for our leaders overseas to meet some of their own personal needs and obviously share uh, out of the substance uh, that they have. And then the last thing is our portable clean water systems are about $6,000 each with some distribution. And those will do small villages of around 600 people, uh, those systems. But we could actually build different sizes too. So these are just different ways that coming into the holiday season, Mark, people could pray about possibly wanting to pass the blessing along. Yeah, I think about how amazing it is if somebody who has dirty water in their village, that maybe they're getting sick from their water, when somebody comes in with clean water and this gospel message all together and say, hey, we're going to take care of your needs and we're going to introduce you to Jesus. I mean, that is just a powerful one-two punch for uh, you know, leading people to Christ and helping to build up the church and seeing the church as, as I mean, just loving. We're just loving on these people, uh, providing these needs for them. So, hey, we want to encourage you in becoming a better leader in the kingdom of God and and, you know, there's a number of ways you can do that. First of all, we encourage you to sign up for our newsletter. Our newsletter, you're going to get these pictures back from people who are getting seeds and getting goats and getting a, you know, a clean water system and whatnot. And you can see the impact that your contributions are making for the gospel around the world. We want to get that into your hands. You can sign up for that at atriskradio.com. Uh, you can help with this podcast, just by sharing it with somebody, you think, hey, somebody you know probably needs to be a part of what's happening here with SOM and our global family. And if you share this podcast with them, they can hear about what God is doing around the world. If you have a question for us, we'd love to hear back from you about that. And lastly, At Risk Radio, SOM International are both crowdfunded ministries. So we're supported as you sign up to be a monthly donor, as you exchange a donation for some books in your bookstore, you can visit the SOM bookstore at spiritofmartyrdom.com or even better yet, just the books are sitting at sombookstore.com. David, I'll give you the last word. Well, yeah, last word is we just, Mark, as you know, this last Sunday, we're just coming off it. Actually, it was yesterday. I was recording this on Monday. Then it was International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. Mm-hmm. We got so many good reports about got lives touched, people praying, the, the solidarity we need with what the uproar mm-hmm. and the persecution is going around the world, even what's happening in Israel. And the Christians are in the middle of that whole thing. So, Mark, I'm just want to advertise for our, you know, our partners, listening audience out there. If your church didn't do the IDOP, there's still time. We're in the season of that. Sure. And, you know, we have our video online. Um, encourage your church to at least take, It's we even have a 60 second video to take a little bit of time out just to remind the body of Christ. We are not alone. We need to stand together. We need to pray together. So I just wanted to encourage everybody on that. Uh, We love you. We're praying for all our partners out there. We feel your unity. Thank you for getting the word out. Thank you for 
all you do to, to stand with our persecuted and overcoming family around the world. And you can find those resources at spiritofmartyrdom.com slash IDOP. That stands for International Day of Prayer. Spiritofmartyrdom.com slash IDOP. Well, hey, that's it for today, David. So until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International. 